Now, uh, all right. So you saw, all right. So you saw the video, so I can get this out the way. Now, again, I don't know what was what more was in the video, or if that was taken out of context. But the Kevin Samuels video, where he said that if it's my son, I'm gonna lead. I'm gonna send him in what direction? Well, you just enjoy the ride. Well, he he, yeah. Well, he was talking about yeah, now. Let's be honest. Now, that's a lot of what Sam, uh, Kevin Samuel talks about is the traditional household and how black families strayed away from that and and how it's actually, you know, we went from black folks went from being the had the highest in this country, mm-hmm. having the highest marriage and like staying together and being married, we had the higher rate than anybody. We had the lowest, was well, second lowest uh, population, but we, well, we were most of most of us were married. Most of us were in long term relationships. Breaking up wasn't something we did. Now it's not the case, right? I, I, and I just... he's trying to talk about getting back to that, and that there's just gender, there's just roles that people play. There's a, a dominant, uh, there's a a is usually the man, and then there's a uh, passive which is usually the woman and, uh-huh. and anyway their topic that it, that clip was from that you were talking about this is funny to me though that you were arguing on tiktok about a two-year-old kevin samuels clip that uh <laughs> i didn't know how old it was i just made a simple comment that i don't like absolutes because the example I used was a perfect example of how you don't just listen to any one person, like when it comes, particularly when it comes to, let's just say the health, because Kevin Samuels is in his 50s. So he had parents that were that were boomers like I, I, I like I did. Mm-hmm. And the boomer parents were and you know this to be a true were rub some dirt in it. You'll be all right, especially with their boys. Rub some dirt in it. You'll be all right or go sleep it off. And true. That's how my dad felt about what happened to me. Now, according to the way he talks, the way he said it, in that one instance, that my mother should have just sat there and go, oh, you're the man, you know what's best. I should have found me dead in my bed the next day. What I took from the clip, and what the clip actually is, is if both parents are at a stalemate, the husband is the default. Okay, okay. we can that, 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 that's, that's what that clip was about. Fair enough. I'll even I'll roll with that because my dad didn't think I should go into the hospital either. And they were they were like that. And I knew you were going to go there. And it's like he did not want me to go to the hospital. He said, nothing's wrong with him. He's 21. Look at him. He's healthy. My mother's like, no, no, he's not. He can't stand up straight. Uh, 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 um, You know, and and he's like, well, he just pulled something lifting. He's like, no, something else is wrong. I, I just know it. So I go to the hospital. And four other male doctors tell me, no, nah, I just probably pulled something. And this white woman doctor said, all right, look, he shouldn't be, he should be able to stand up straight and he can't. He should be able to, also, I couldn't lift my right leg. He should be able to do all these things. We'll do a quick exploratory surgery. We'll check him out, see what happens. They said he'll be out of surgery in like 45 minutes to an hour. We'll do our thing. Four and a half hours later, I come out. My stomach lining was twisted six different times and it was, it was gangrenous. It was dead. The nurse comes in the next day and I had put a note in my pocket about my symptoms because I knew no one would see anything. And the nurse said, 
which was really callous of this dude, by the way. And looking back on it, it's kind of funny. He said, good thing you put that note in your pocket. I was like, why? He said, as he's turning up my morphine, he said, I said, why? He said, well, because, you know, you look healthy. No one would have known anything was wrong with you. And he said, and then he turned the morphine up. And he's like, oh, and by the way, uh, you were 24 hours away from dying of a massive internal infection. It was spreading rapidly. If you hadn't gotten in when you did, you'd be dead. All right. I'll see you in a little bit, sir. Come and check your blood pressure. And he just left. And I'm sitting there thinking, when, when he talks about things again, with, he with, with, but hold on, when he uses absolutes like that, that if I'm the did. default, he said, I'm the default. He did no, not say that. He did not say that. that. But you I said, said that. I said I, that. I know. And he gave the, the, uh, uh, uh what's the word I'm looking for? Um, the, uh, the, I guess I'll just use it, the, the appearance of the man is right. That's the appearance he gave, especially when it comes to his son. He said the words, it's my son. Do you think I would do anything to mess up my legacy or to hurt my boy? And I don't doubt that he believes that. And he's right. He wouldn't. But you are not always right. And even though you think you're the default, you still should go like, well, I'm not sure. And that's not the that's not the way he came off. And that's all I was saying to these you, people. You are bringing a lot of baggage to that, to that clip. I'm not bringing because, a package. I'm bringing, oh, a, yeah, situ yeah, no, I'm bringing no, a situation, dude. That's nowhere all. in the clip did it say anything about absolutes. Uh, nowhere in the clip did it, did, did it even give a solution to, like, uh, if, the, if the wife strongly disagrees, they'll just have a conversation about it, which is actually what happens if the clip played out to its full interview. But we're just based on the clip, just based on what we saw, he doesn't say anything about absolutes. He doesn't say that she can't retort or they can't figure it out if it's still an issue and if it's not enough for her to, to just default to him because he didn't say default. That's something I said. I know. But but that's but 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 you came with this absolutes and I don't like and you said it. I think you came with two. I think you came twofold because you showed your cards when you texted me about this. You brought baggage to it. But the main thing that set you off about it is you didn't like the way he said it, which is a lot of times on on when he was alive, RIP, uh, when he was alive, a lot of times women would come with fire and venom because no one talks about the old uh, Kevin Senyol's, uh clips, videos, when he used to do this with men. But oh, I know, I know, he but men never, no, Ben, Ben barely called in and didn't want to hear it and mm -hmm. argued. But it wasn't as much when, when he decided to just talk about women, it, it he blew up. And women can't get enough as much as they hate him, they call him constantly. I know, but here, so, but, but, but well, let me finish. I know, I know, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go it's ahead. okay, it's all right. But he, um, he, um, he talks about he when he they would call. And they would all, you know, piss and vinegar and venom. And then when it when when the conversation's over, they end up well, nine times out of ten, they ended up agreeing with him. They just didn't like the way he said it. And I think that's what it was with you. You no. didn't like the way you said in your text. I don't I, like the way he said it. Here's here's the other thing. Do you remember the last thing he's one of the last things he said in that clip? He said to her that you, that she said, well, what just should said, I do? Should I just listen to you? And he said, you just sit back and enjoy the ride. No, he said, he said, he said, she's like, well, uh, I'm assuming you want me to just default or just uh, 
listen to what you have to say. And he's like, yeah, he's like, well, in this instance, yes. And there's nothing wrong with sitting back and you could just sit back and enjoy the, the ride. Mm-hmm. Just sit your ass down and let right. me do this. Right. And that's where the problem just blew up in my head. Sit back and enjoy the ride. Basically, sit back, shut up. I'll make all the decisions and you just enjoy the ride. Well, his decision in my case would have been a dead son. Well, okay. But again, you're bringing baggage to the cliff. You, no, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. They didn't have a situation. They're just talking about advice. They didn't have a life or death situation in that clip. But this Again, wasn't. A, but here's the thing, though. But you, one you of, brought one it. Of the, hold on. Neither one of <laughs> neither one of my parents knew it was life or death. Okay, that's that, fine. Okay, but, but, but they're but, not hold talking. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm almost there. Neither one of them knew it was life or death. However, however, my father, great man, love him to death. Take a bullet for him. All that bullshit that I should not have to say, but I will say. Okay. Hmm said he's fine don't worry about it he'll be okay and when he said that you should just sit back and enjoy the ride all i kept thinking is dude in some situations you are not always right you just aren't and just because you're the man doesn't mean that the woman should just sit there and be quiet and that's how he comes off. Now, is that what he means all the time? Of course not. Okay, I can sift through his bullshit and, and understand what he means 99% of the time. There are times where I'm like, dude, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Like when he uses the BMI as, a, as an indicator for health. That's been, that's been fucking uh, disproven a thousand times by a thousand different health professionals in a thousand different fields from personal training to doctors and all that. So... When he talks about that, it's like, yeah, you're an idiot. I don't want to hear you talk about that. But when he talks about that, when he uses he only that, uses, he only uses that when it, the women the women are fat, are like really fat. Well, <laughs> when, okay, and then and then again, there was this one where he where this woman said she was five foot eleven and she weighed one hundred and sixty five pounds, seventy. Yeah, pounds you're, you're 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 pretty good converted on this one because I I don't agree with that either. I know, I know. Whenever and, the BMI because. You know, the Basmati index was really yeah. only it came out in the, the 20s and it yeah. was based on white men. I know. That's what my brother and I were talking about. the other No day. other races. Yeah. And that's why I don't understand why he used it like it was um like it was like, like he was using it like it was, it was like it was just this 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 handed down from God information. It's like, dude, it's not valid. You have to look at the person to decide whether they're in shape or not. You can't just take the body mass index and go, ah, well, you're fat because you're six foot and you weigh, weigh 180 pounds. Well, a six foot male, white male should weigh, what is it? 165 pounds, 170 pounds, maybe less than that. I don't know. And it's like, that's not healthy, dude. So you're telling me that, that LeBron James at 6'9", 275 is unhealthy. You're telling me that my boy Damon Stoudemire, when he was in the league, was was uh, five foot ten but weighed 190 pounds, was unhealthy. Are, are you joking? But that's not the point. I'm just saying. Sometimes I I just I just ignore him and keep moving. It's just that when he said that, all it, all I brought I, all I thought about was that one situation in my life where if that had happened and my mother had followed his advice, had followed his thinking. 
and that the father man is the is the default decision maker, I'd be dead. And that's all I said is that sometimes you're wrong. Sometimes you say even the default decision maker needs to take a step back. Again, again, none of that was brought up in that what a 90 second clip. You brought baggage to it. Not once did he say the end all be all. He said when it when they're there at a stalemate, let the man talk. All right, let's move on. We're talking in circles at this point <laughs> about this that, old ass clip. I'm just saying, <laughs> I, I, I just found it interesting that so many people didn't understand my point. That's no, I read, that's, I read that's, the comments. I read the comments. It was like, I was like, everyone here is insane. You guys are all arguing about this old clip that doesn't matter anymore. You keep saying old clip. I he's didn't know dead. how old it was. He's I didn't dead. know how old it was. Well, I know he's well, dead. He's been dead over know. a year. He's been dead over a year. Has it been that long? Yeah. I thought he died earlier this year. Well, let me look. Did he let die me last look. Year? Let me look. I thought he died. Well, last you could year. be right. I just don't remember how long he's been dead. I mean, I, I know I, I remember uh, Vivica Foss was so fucking happy, which I thought was just bullshit. She Why sucks. are you happy the man's dead? I mean, she sucks. He never, he never hurt nobody physically. He never hurt nobody really mentally. All he did was talk about his perspective on relationships, and you're happy he's dead. You can't even debate the man without being happy that he's dead. I never wanted harm to come to the man, and I'd debate a lot of his stuff to my dying day. But and a lot of stuff he's you know, I, I don't agree with a lot of his stuff, but there's a lot of shit I totally agree with. Oh, me too. Me too. I mean, some of those women he came in contact with couldn't understand why they were single. And it's like you you, you don't hear yourself talk, do you? Five minutes into talking to you, I know exactly why you're single. I know exactly why you're not what you you don't have what you think you should have. I understand that not every woman thinks that they're that they're a 10. It's like, dude, no, you're not. It's like it's like I wrote on one of his comments about I brought myself. I was like, even when I was in my 20s, young, in shape, looking good, you know, and all that, no bags under my eyes, a full head of hair. I know what I was. I was a six at, at best. There's not a woman on this planet in, at the, in that age range that has any kind of quote unquote self-esteem would admit, yeah, I'm about a six. I'm a five or a six. You know, I know what I am. It's no, and that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, but everybody acts like they're a fucking 10. And that's why they, yeah. they, they, they get disappointed with the results in their lives. And that's one of the things he was trying to tell them. You have to realistically look at yourself. You have to realistically evaluate your behavior, both past and present. And then you have to come to a realistic conclusion on what kind of man you think you can attract with those being factors. And they all think that it's like, I deserve a man who makes $450,000 and that, that motherfucker better be, better be faithful to me. Wait, what? And then, he, and then he pays every bill that I have and I don't have to do nothing. I don't have to clean the house. I don't have to do nothing except be there. Yeah. And just show up. And I'm like, what could, this is where I loved his work was from that standpoint was making some of these some of these narcissists look themselves in the mirror and go like, you know what? This dude is right. I am a narcissist. I, this is why I don't have what I want. Not that I'm lazy. I'm just a bad person. <laughs> you know, I don't treat people right. Like I was telling my brother about this video I saw where these two toddlers uh, were were having a dispute and the little girl was a little girl, a little boy and the little girl kept reaching over the table and slapping the boy 
They were about the same age, maybe a year and a half, two years old. Mm-hmm. And she kept slapping him. And after about four hits, the little boy stood up and picked up a chair and, and was going to hit her in the face with it. And the mother screamed, you don't hit girls. And all I kept thinking to myself is, now you're starting to develop the pattern where you're telling your daughter it's okay to hit a man, but telling the boy you just have to suck it up and take it. This is where problems start. You should have stopped your, You should have stopped the little girl the first time she hit that boy. I said, hey, yep. we don't put our hands on people. Knock it off. But she thought it was funny until the boy got angry, and now it's not funny anymore. I never I watch those video clips all the time and it never ceases to amaze me when you have some woman like it's like there's one famous one that I just it just get, takes me to chuckle town every time my buddy Ed came up with that one remember we did ask a white person and my yeah, buddy that's Ed, funny chuckle and we, we we told him we had to stop asking him because questions about what a white person would do because he agreed with everything we asked he's like yeah i don't know i don't know why white people do that but he would always say that that is stuck in my head that is funny i'm gonna use that now that's hilarious chuckle town but uh it was when there was uh uh it was like this black dude that was working on the fries and you could tell he was just going through some shit Mm -hmm. and it was he's just not the guy to fuck with and what that day yeah and the chick her friend was like uh, recording her going off at the, the at the, like the manager or something, talking about some fry. She was just bitching about stuff that more normal people would just say, "Hey, can I get this?" or "This right. isn't right." But she was making a spectacle and knocking stuff off the counter. Then she hopped over the counter. She hopped over the counter and tried to push him out of the way. And he's like, "You can't be back here." And she slapped him. And he said, "Get your hands off me." She slapped him again, and then he just uncorked on her. I mean, beating her, beating, punching her head and all over while talking like, I'm not the one to be fucking with. And, and then she's, you know, then she cried foul. She, you know, like, she put your hands on a woman. But she, he said twice, get out of here. Stop it. You're not supposed to be back here. And she's hitting him in the head unprovoked. Yeah. The first time his back was turned. So, yeah, yeah and I had zero sympathy. I wanted him to beat the shit out of her. And she had right. it coming. You want to yeah. act like a man. You're going to get treated like one. You got to catch these hands. And it's like, I've never understood that. It's like I watched one where this uh, white girl, and it looked like they were in high school. She must have slapped this white kid, this white boy, at least nine times. And he uncorked what I thought was probably the most textbook overhand right I'd ever seen in my life. I mean, it was beautiful. I mean, Customato was would have been like, oh, that's that's how you throw a punch. Mike Tyson, I want you to watch this again in slow motion. This is how you throw overhand right. He hit her so hard, her hair straight, and she <laughs> dropped. And you could hear everybody in the classroom turn on him while they were laughing while she was hitting him. But the minute he dropped her, they flipped out. And I'm sitting there going, none of you guys tried to pull her off him. None of you. You just stood there and laughed. Mm-hmm. And then when he hit her, now you're mad. And I know she got up angry, too, because my brother went through that. Um what what happened to my brother was when he was 16, he was at uh, Franklin High School, and this little five, god damn, it was it's, it's such a brutal thing. She was like five foot, 110 pounds, and uh, they had a me and my brother and my other brother and I think that they had like a thing going, and that they broke up and and it just went south. 
and she kept hitting me. Now, have you met my my middle brother, Derek? Have you met you've met him, right? I've met him twice. Okay, so you know how big he is. Yeah, he's big. He's big dude. Yeah, he's big man. Now he was that tall, except in shape and bigger when he was in high school. So this girl just kept hitting and hitting and hitting. So he took his hand, his big old massive hand, and he kind of backhanded her a little bit to get her off him. Now, again, she weighed about 100 pounds, 110 pounds. She flew and hit the wall and literally was knocked out. Now, he didn't mean to hit her that hard, but he was trying to get her off of him. And all I kept thinking was, if this was today, and they caught that on video, he's going to prison. But everybody, but he didn't get in that much trouble because back then, they took an account that she wouldn't stop hitting him. And they at least said, look, if she had to been hitting him over and over and over and over again, this never would have happened. So he didn't really get in trouble, which I thought was a fair outcome. Now, some people might think that I'm an asshole and I'm, I believe in, the, in you know in violence against women. No, I don't. I would never well, believe in unprovoked I, violence against women. I don't believe in that. People didn't I, hear this, but Marcel was threatening his wife as I called in to get hey, him on. <laughs> watch your mouth, okay? I, I, you want her to I, get a fresh one? Keep. <laughs> I keep told talking. her five across the eyes. You keep talking, woman. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. That does that does sound kind of bad out of context. It's like you stayed out of context. It sounds bad. <laughs> but it was just funny how the how the times, in a lot of ways, have shifted to where, you know, we we laugh when a woman hits a man, but when the dude hits him back, all of a sudden we need to put him under the prison. When back then it was kind of like, well, she shouldn't have put her hands on him. Yeah. That's how the even the cops were like, they're like, well, what happened? He told him, he's like, well, lady, you shouldn't hit him. You hit him like eight, nine, ten times. You shouldn't have touched him. And he hit you once, and well, you found out. This one brother got on um on 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 this one uh clip I saw, and he said, Imagine this. Imagine I'm in a homosexual relationship with Mike Tyson. Okay. And mm-hmm. Mike Tyson does something that irritates me. And I start slapping Mike Tyson or punching him, and then he knocks me out. He looked at this woman. He said, you going to feel sorry for me? She said, well, you shouldn't be hitting him. He's Mike Tyson. And he said, exactly. Exactly. That's what he said. He said, that's the point. And she didn't get it. She's like, what do you mean? That's the point. He said, he said, if I have to explain that to you, then you deserve to be hit. Yeah, it's like, exactly. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, if you don't get it, you don't get it. And I can't help you. I can't help you. You shouldn't be putting your hands on someone that you know can whoop you unless you defend unless you have no choice but to defend yourself. Or, you know, and like they're attacking you have to defend yourself, but just to hit them out of anger. Right. And and then be mad when you get hit back. Come on, man. That's ridiculous. Like I told you about the girl that I got into it with in the early 90s at um at the movie theater, which is one of my worst moments, but you know. She right. jumped over the counter, jumped in my face, and I forgot I was 260 and she was 120, and I pushed her and across the room she goes. Now, and no cops, didn't lose my job, didn't even have to go home. Uh, the boss saw the whole thing on camera and was like, well, she got in your face and she shouldn't have. And uh, just apologize, Marcel, and we're good. And I apologized, even though I felt shitty about apologizing, but I felt even more shitty that 
it had I, come to that. Yeah, and then I and plus I didn't think I'd pushed her that hard, but I'd forgotten that I was a four hundred pound bench presser. <laughs> and it's like I just didn't think that I did that I and I pushed her that hard, you know. And I think mm-hmm. about this every so often, you know. Ever since then, every so often I think about it. It's like, did I really push her that hard? Did I really? And then I keep thinking, I don't think I did. But then you got to realize how small she was. And then the other part of my brain goes, well, shouldn't she have known not to get in your face because how well, much bigger you are than her? I'm like, well, yeah. Well, it was kind of like, I I, I, I equate to this. Uh, Min Ills, God, it's about four, that's about five years ago at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we went and saw X-Men Apocalypse. Oh, yeah. And and then when we're leaving, uh, we, we well, for people who don't know, we went and saw this movie. The movie sucked, yeah. and so did the so did a group of uh, trio of people sitting behind us because they were loud the entire time. They actually entered the theater yelling like loudly, so the entire theater turned to look, and then they sat right behind us. And they got to a point where I yelled for them to shut up because they were just talking. They're talking yeah. like they weren't in a movie theater right and they're talking like you and i are talking right now mm-hmm. and uh, i yelled for them to shut up and then the girlfriend didn't like that i told him to shut up and and i told her to shut the fuck up and then when i looked like i was going to hit her I remember <laughs> uh uh the boyfriend like you know chilled it out and then they were quiet but then when we, you and I were talking about, like, do we believe that those, that those shitty uh, moviegoers behind us, not knowing that they were right behind us, because we were right. in a parking lot at this point, yeah, <laughs> by our cars, and uh, and uh, and then the, and then said something about kick his ass, and he was like, "You gonna kick my ass?" And then and then we got to a head. The girl that when they realized. It wasn't gonna end the way they thought it would end. No, then badly. <laughs> yeah, for them, uh, she kept talking shit, yeah, and they had to like stop her. It's like this is someone that's used to just you know. It's like if she she was talking like she was gonna do something. I was like, if you do, I will hit you back. Mm-hmm. After I deal with your boyfriend for trying to defend your honor, you're mm-hmm. both getting beat, both yeah. of you. Yeah, and I was like, I'm not gonna allow you to just slap me or hit me, especially when I am not in 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 one and no I you know no ounce of me was threatening her in any way. Yeah, she was writing checks that her boyfriend was gonna have to cash, and yeah. that's like I told you about that story about that guy recently in the bodega who got stabbed to death by the bodega owner. Yeah, that broad wrote that check that cost her boyfriend his life. And it's like that happens so often because, and I and I and I don't ever want to downplay you know violence against women or domestic violence. I never want to downplay that because those dudes need to be thrown under the prison, if not you know life or whatever. But when when situations like that happens, what is a what as a man? What are you supposed to do? I mean, you're put in a seriously bad situation where it's like. Your girl comes out of somewhere. She's agitated and angry. It's like, well, what happened? And then she tells you what happened, but maybe she adds a little spice to it. And then you go back in, and you're thinking, why am I involved in this? This is your shit. Why am I doing this? And then that macho party goes, I got to defend my, my woman's 
you know, uh, uh, honor, and you might end up dead because yeah. because of what happened, and you don't even know if she started it or not. Which in that the bodega case, she did. Which in the case in the theater, she did start it because she flipped. She didn't like what you said, and you weren't talking specifically to her. You were just like, "Hey, can you guys keep it down?" And of course, she didn't like that, so she lips off. Yeah, it's like, why are you talking? If this comes to a to fist, you aren't gonna do anything except scream. Yep. So why are you trying to get your man beat up or in a fight that could end up with with them dead? Why are you doing this? So I don't I don't I don't know, dude. And, and, and you know, and it, it it was just to take it all the way back. There, I, I I'm starting to understand, uh, you know, Kevin Samuel's show. And his stuff a lot better. Um, when I see clips of it, I understand it a lot better. I understand what he was trying to do. I just, I, part of me believes that he could have gotten more, he could have gotten better results um, if he didn't talk to every woman like they're stupid. Because he had a, not everyone, but it was like 90% of them, he just, he just laid into them. It's like, well, not a very, very, very seldom. Does it go like, uh, you know, like um, they just want to like have a comment or, or or make a point or praise what he's doing? It's mm. it's you know he takes the ones that he knows are going to give him a, an issue, yeah. and some you know once in a blue moon they change his mind. But uh, oh, I'd he, love to see one of those. I haven't seen one of those yet. Well, I used to watch his show. Well, I'd listen to it on YouTube. I just listened to it at work. I didn't watch it uh, so much, but um, I, uh, you know, so once in a, he he's, he takes the difficult ones because he wants to have a dialogue. He doesn't want mm -hmm. people to say you're the greatest. He wants you know that back and forth. But you know, they usually they usually end up agreeing with him begrudgingly a lot of the times, or or. Oh God, he he was doing his best to be nice because mm -hmm. I've seen uh, those. Yeah. And but the woman was just so clueless yeah. and so uneducated, and he was and she was angry. Yeah. yeah, she was trying to talk like she was going to do this and had these big grandiose plans, and he's like, "You don't have the education. Mm -hmm. We're I can't even get you to answer." a question you know intelligently he's doing his best way to to do it because he could see that she she just wasn't like she was crazy she just was just very very she, dim she, she was she's, ignorant she's very dim yeah she's uh -huh. just dumb and he was like doing this but he as one of the few times i've seen him really treat someone with kid gloves because he's like oh, she's not she's not gonna get what I'm doing. So if I insult her, she's just gonna think I'm being mean, and I actually want to help her. So he's telling her things of what to do to like make her life better. And she had like four kids, four different fathers. Yeah, dropped right. out in yeah. high school. Uh, you know, kind of like you know, and I like in joking, you know, like what your name is. But she was mm -hmm. like that country, you know, and but she was she was unironically she wasn't being funny. <laughs> and it was like, and so he was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta dumb this down. How do I do this? So once in a while he'll get one of those. Yeah. So that's when I realized, oh, he's just not here to just lambase, but he's, 
I mean, he definitely comes at came comes at some of the women with a little bit of of his own venom. Like you know, he's dealt with. You can tell because he's you know he was married and divorced twice. You could yeah. tell some of these arguments he's actually had before. Oh, absolutely. You could tell that he's bringing personal experiences into some of these fights with these yeah. women or, or discussions with these women. You could you could just feel it. Oh, that's personal, dude. Yeah, you've you've done this before in real life. I can feel it. Yeah, yeah, you have. And I and I and, and I know he's been divorced and married twice. And it's just like I wonder why his relationships ended. Was it because of his behavior or her behavior? Or was it that cop out of ir irreconcilable differences that a lot of uh, couples use? You know, because sometimes I think that's a cop out. There are, but, and also there are times where he says that, like he told this one lady who said, I'm supposed to be miserable in a marriage. He said, you're supposed to be an adult. You know, F your happy, you know, what do you say? Uh, uh, toast your happiness or something like that uh -huh. and, I, and, and i kept thinking to myself you know i don't agree with that at all no and that's i mean I, I get i get why he said it yeah but i, I don't i don't think you should stay together no. for a together sake because no one wins no one wins. especially exactly. if you have kids yeah the kids no lose. one wins everyone yeah. loses you yeah. lose your time your happiness they do the the other person and then the kid can the kid no matter you know heather and i were pretty civil with our breakup mm -hmm. and we weren't like um we weren't I like you, I thought you guys had a great breakup. Before yeah, we yeah, yeah. We weren't we weren't like miserable, but we neither of us were happy. Right. And uh, and and in turn, Eloise could feel that we weren't like mm -hmm. fighting every day, wake up arguing with each other. But it was just you know, it's a heaviness that you can just feel. No that's one crazy. wins. Yeah, right. And that's what I kept saying to myself as I'm listening to him talk about this. Like, dude, you don't want to live in a house where. It's miserable. It, it, it makes life miserable for the kid, the kids, and it mm -hmm. makes it miserable for both of you. It's like, dude, I, the, the days of just sucking it up and staying together, man, I'm sorry, but I wanted to tell you those days are over, man. His we have to find a way to move forward and with our, with our relationship between men and women because the, the stuff you want to make marriage great again, the, the, the days are gone. Well, he's never going to go back there again, dude. Never. His whole thing was keeping the black family together and getting back to basics. But I uh, and he would always use other countries and other mm -hmm. cultures that do it and for better or worse. But let's be honest, it, as, as just like there's no other black person like black Americans, there's no other white people like white Americans or Hispanic people like Hispanic Americans. We're just a different cut. Yeah, as than everybody, and so if it's not working, it's got to evolve. Yeah, he's got to find a better way to deal with it. Yeah, and also the thing he he forgets, I think, or at least for, forgot, is that in those other cultures, whether you want to say it out loud or not, women are still in a lot of those places second class citizens. Let's just mm -hmm. be real. they just are, and that's part of the reason why those marriages work is because the woman doesn't have it out. Yeah. Shouldn't have a way to leave. And now in America and Western cultures, women have a way out. And they're not going to just stick around because my grandmother stuck around while my grandpa had the family down the street. It's like that's not those days are over, man. Right. It's like you have to be a better man than your grandfather was in order to keep everything together. You just have to be. And he acted like, no, you don't. 
like he said, if you're dating a man who makes a million dollars a year, you can't tell him where to put his dick. And I'm like, dude, that is such a a, a caveman dumbass response to that. It is, but is he wrong? You're holding all the cards. You're holding all I, the cards. You you own the casino that the game is being played in. True. And if his 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 thing is. If you think you're going to make him a better man, you can try. But if he it doesn't want to be, guess what? That's what you signed up for. Now, I agree with that. That A lot of women think that they're going to change their man. Uh, my brother's wife is a testament to that. Her two failed marriages, you know, where she literally thought she was going to make them better men, even though that there was no chance of them becoming better men. They just, they, right. just who they, they were who they were and they weren't going to change. End of discussion. But she thought she could. So, yeah, so his argument is like if you got this high value guy and he says this is what it is, yep, guess what? That's kind of what you signed up for. You're not yeah. changing shit. No. So I, 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 I get what he's saying. It's it sucks, mm-hmm. but it at, that's the game. Right. And 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 if and if everything is spelled out up front, I got no problem with the dude acting like that. Right. It, 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 it it's it's just sometimes if the dude is not spelling it out up front. Now put an example. If 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 a girl is dating, like let's say, because the only the one I know about that, that that's like a real, you know, uh piece of work is future. You know, what is it? Was it nine kids by nine different women or some shit like that? And yeah. I mean, you sign up with future, do you really think you're the only one? And if you yeah. do, are you that delusional? Are you that narcissistic that you think you're the only one and i mean come on why would you think that you knew what he was when you walked into this mm-hmm. you know and you're getting the benefits of you know having a bag your nails your hair all that shit done because future is all future's always said man that he spends money on his women and the price they pay is i will be with other women yeah the price you pay is that you're with future yeah, <laughs> and you know, all the shit that goes with it yeah, all the all the all the STDs and all that. Now, I want to pivot off that last thing and ask you this question, and okay. then we'll get into what we watched. But this is something that's been bothering me. I asked my brother this question, and he couldn't give me an answer, so I'm gonna ask you: If you took fifty women, fifty men, and put them on an island, okay, a, uh-huh. an actual quarter cordoned off island that has no access to the outside world, none, and you just let them free roam with each other. Could an STD form? And no one has an STD to start with? They're virgins, don't yes. Know. Nobody has one. No, they're virgins. They're clean. Uh, yeah. How? Yeah, you, uh, some STDs are, are can develop based uh, based on your clean, cleanliness level. Uh, some can be based on like, um, like uh, HPV. You know, everyone has it uh, to some of this, like a, a high number of people have it, men and women, but it gets activated when the, the, you know, when you get, when, you know, you put the right key in the right, right lock. So <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it's body chemistry can, can jumpstart shit like that in a, in the right condition. So yeah, I, yeah. Certain I ones. I did certain, not know that. Huh. Certain ones. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're, if you've got like a, it, which I want to say syphilis or is it gonorrhea? One of those can be jump-started if you don't, you know, by bacteria that develops from not cleaning your genitals properly. So, yeah. Really? Yeah, let me look that up. I'm going to look it up. I can't remember which one, but I know for a fact it can. 
because it just it just seemed logical to me that if no one has it and no one's been because I always thought STDs came from you know uh, some dude fucking an animal or something like that or something they'd be doing something they shouldn't be doing and then that's how they 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 became a part of the uh, well everyone cult. wants everyone says someone fucked a monkey and that's how we got AIDS but it's I actually, thought that was bullshit too. That, that, no one was fucking them this, uh, some tribes were eating them yeah they were eating them just like that's how COVID hit you know from yeah. eating bats you know. And I get that. And I've always said there's some animals you just should not eat. And bats and chimps are one of them. I mean, I don't, I'm not. Yeah. But yeah, I just didn't know that. I, I just thought that was just such an interesting question. It's like, well, how would they form if nobody has anything? And could they form in that situation? Apparently All right. Uh, yeah, I got right here uh, 12 ways you can get an STD without having sex. Um, huh. Wow, I did not know this. Mosquito bites. Oh, that makes sense. Blood transfer. Blood transfer. Yeah, yeah that, that makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. Um, another is uh, kissing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I knew that one. Uh, herpes from that. From sharing silverware, drinks, or lip balm. So, yeah. uh, yes, though that's more spreading. But uh, mosquitoes We're talking about was... contracting. Yeah. 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 That's but the first one is you know they said uh, you can contract you can get it from a mosquito that has yeah. gotten it from someone else. Yeah, uh, like you know, I mean it's it's a very rare, but you could get uh, like you know crabs. You can get on an object if your your genitals make contact with that object, like a toilet seat. I mean yeah, those are rare because it has to be fast because they'll die for you know in a few hours without a host. Right. But uh, if there's enough of them there and you sit down where someone had crabs sat, you got crabs. It's kind of like that old joke from the 80s and early 90s where I wonder if Dracula could catch AIDS if he bit an AIDS patient, a guy who has AIDS. Oh, you know I, what I mean? that joke, but he can't. You know what? <laughs> this is kind of nerdy, but horror nerdy yeah, because. Oh, this will be good. Go he, uh, he can't be taken down with an STD or AIDS because he's the undead. There's only certain things that can kill him. Stake through the heart, sunlight, uh, the blood of a dead, of uh, ingesting the blood of a dead person or a dead or a, a, a dead blood, cold blood will kill him. So oh. uh, and yeah, that's one I didn't know. I'd he's impervious to disease and all that other shit because he's he's the undead. So so now he. I just thought it was a funny joke, you know. I never, I never thought about it much past the just the the premise and the punchline because it's like that's kind of hilarious. And then I just moved on. It just seemed weird though. It's like, so if he bit Rock Hudson, could he get sick and die? Huh. And then I just moved on. I didn't think nothing of it, but I didn't know he was a uh, the, the cold blood could kill a. Uh... So I guess he couldn't have a, a blood smoothie then. Hmm. Didn't know that. That's uh, that's uh. Wow, that's a whole nother realm of jokes that uh, are popping through my head right now with cold blood, but I'll I'll keep them to myself. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> uh, did you did you see the trailer? Uh, the uh, end of uh, uh, Black Adam I sent you, or did you not watch it? Oh, I didn't even see it. No, I probably didn't. Even, you send so much stuff. Sometimes I miss it. Sometimes oh, it'll be I, days I, before days before I even notice it. So no, I didn't. Yeah, apparently. Uh, I, 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 do you care if I tell you what it is? 
I'm going to see it Saturday. Uh, Black Adam is one I don't care about, so go for it. Okay. Okay, uh, for those who do not want uh, part of Black Adam spoiled, because Marcel's about to drop a major spoiler that he read, um, we're in like minute 45, so scan ahead to minute 48, 30 seconds, and uh, you'll miss it. But if you don't care, then he'll drop the bomb uh, right after this. So three, two, one now uh henry cavill shows up at the very end so yeah. superman does show up yes and they says um so oh I'm, hey for anyone who was listening sorry <laughs> oh my bad you know what i forgot i actually forgot that we're doing this i thought we were actually just talking on the phone that's my bad oh shit that's my bad uh you know what i can that was, uh, that was organic as hell uh for a minute 45 i'll and i'll have well, i have to edit this right after we're done so i'll I'll put I'll cut it and put a disclaimer. Yeah, that's my bad. Hold, I didn't even think about that. I was just like, oh, we're just talking, chilling, you know. I was like, oh shit, we're doing a show. God damn it. Uh, yeah, it's like apparently he says, um, uh, no, there's nothing on this planet that can stop me. And then Superman flies in. I think he's in his black suit and says, uh, Black Adam, we need to talk. Now, here's the problem I have with that. It's like, so Rock, you're just gonna skip over uh, Shazam? Just gonna just walk right past your. your well, they kind of have to. The, guy, don't the they? guy you're supposed to fight. I mean, this is Shazam. They kind of have. They kind of have. They kind of have to. I was just telling someone at work this. Uh, how you know this? The Rock wanted to make Adam Black Adam a um, anti-hero, which he mm-hmm. fucking never was. Yeah. Um, in fact, he actually tried to join the Justice Society. They wouldn't let him because of all the dirt he had did. It was. Yeah, it was too much dirt to, to, to ignore um, when he was feeling, you know, like he wanted to do good. Um, but he is a he's he's like the main foe of Shazam. Yes, he is. So they kind of have to pretend that this cinematic universe has to pretend that he's an antihero now because it would just contradict everything. I mean, it's it's I guess you're right, because I just I found that kind of annoying that. He's skipping his main nemesis. He's just going right to Superman. It's like, that's not how it worked. You're supposed to go Shazam, and then Superman somehow comes in that way, but you're just going just gonna to jump right past Shazam, huh? And I'm telling you, man, this is Dwayne Johnson's wrestling ego kicking in right now, where he's like, I'm the main event, and I'm going to choose who I want to main event with. That's exactly what's happening with this. It's his ego. He does. He thinks that Shazam is not a big enough player to main event WrestleMania with, you know. So he wants Superman. You know, it's like, dude, it's not how this feud works, bro. <laughs> it's not <how> it's going, <sighs> and, and I and I hate it. I just can't. I can't. Hey, I'm can't gonna wrap my head around it. I'm gonna do a review of it next week for next week's show because I'm gonna see it this weekend. Uh, so we'll we'll get into a deep dive on Black Adam and that whole thing. Oh, and also, did you see the article that says Shuri's not the new Black Panther? That we're being led astray by the trailer? That's fine. That's good. A, a surprise. Good. Yeah, that's all. That's what I was like, I hope it's not her because that's, and I can tell Steph, I was like, that's too easy. I get why you would want that, but it's just too easy. And I, I want to be, I want to have that <gasps> moment 
with Black Panther and who the new Black Panther is, because I still want to believe that Killmonger is going to take the mantle somehow, but I don't think he will. But I would, I want, I kind of want to see that. That's what I want to see. Uh, um, but they're saying that it's this other woman uh, who's part of the cast who doesn't have anything next to her, next to her name. Because um, remember the last episode we did, I read off the black, uh, uh, the Black Panthers cast, and there were a couple people who didn't have anything next to them. Yeah, and uh, we were wondering if there was, uh, if there was going to be uh, Doctor Doom, or or whomever. And they said that there's one other one that just says, um, yeah, see, Michael B. Jordan is in it. They just said soldier. And I'm trying to see which one it was. Oh, it's uh, Michaela Cole Anika, the real weird looking black lady, uh, 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 English black lady. Um, I know you know who she is. As soon as you see her, you'll know who she is. And they think that and the guy said it's, it's, it's her. It's going to be the next Black Panther. It's going to be her. Mm. And I'm like, well, that's weird. And then there's this other dude, like we talked about last time, uh, Kamir Usman. And then there's this uh, Charlotte Monique. They don't have anything next to them. And they're in the main cast. So it's like, I, I'm just amazed Coogler's able to keep this so close to the vest. And it's coming out in less than a month. And we still haven't, there's been no leaks. No one's leaked it. That's and great. That's amazing. And in this day and age, you can keep a secret like this. It's like I, I know somebody should rat this shit out because I want to know. Damn it, I want to know before I walk in the door who the Black Panther is. And I also, like I said, I also think Doom is in this too. I think Doom is the one that's. Uh, oh, they have a Tuma in here too. Um, that Doom is the one that's uh, that that's making Atlanteans and the Wakandans fight. You know that that's that's always been my uh, my theory that somehow Doom is doing this, and it'd be a great way to introduce him. <laughs> so well, I don't know. We'll, we will we'll see. Out. We will yeah. see. So uh, we are an hour in, and now we got to rip through <laughs> all oh. these reviews I got. But what have you anything. been watching? Well, let's go real quick. I haven't been watching much, but I managed to finish. Uh, I finished. Um, uh, Thor, love and love and glory, or love and hammer, love and, th- love, love and thunder. Yeah, there it is, love and thunder. I don't <laughs> know right. what the hell I said. Love and glory. You love said and love hammer. and glory. Then you said love and hammer. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. What was it again? Love and what? Thunder. There it is. God damn, forgot again. Um, I watched that and I thought that I I agreed with you in a sense that I thought they played for too much, too many laughs. Yeah, he tried um, to do. He tried to capture. Lightning in a bottle, like he did with Ragnarok, which which had the perfect amount of comedy and the perfect. It was a good balance. Yeah, this went a little too far into comedy, just a little right. too much, especially with the goats. I kind of had it with the goats after the third time. Yeah, I was, I was like, like oh, man. enough. And and I thought Christian Bale was a good villain, and he was acting the fuck out of that villain, but it kept getting undercut with all the fucking comedy. Yeah, he he was, and you and like you said, he under you understood his why motivation. he's doing what he's doing, yeah. and that's always what makes a great villain is that the audience has to go, "Damn you, you're a piece of shit," but I understand. Yeah, I get I it. I get it. Why you're doing this? I wouldn't do what you're doing. At least I hope I wouldn't. But I get it. Right. And that's what I liked about his character. And uh, I kind of thought, and I could be wrong, but I kind of thought they just kind of shoehorned jane austen into the movie i didn't i never felt i didn't feel like she was 
a, a real integral part of the story. You know, she just was kind of, they just kind of pushed her in there to kind of, I, I don't even know why, but I, I, it felt forced to well, have her in there. I didn't think she felt forced, but I thought they were doing a lot because they needed him because he was like delusional about himself. He was like, it was almost like a regression in character is because after he, after they killed Thanos and he kind of got back in shape, but he was kind of the clueless yeah. uh, party dude from the very first movie. Yep. The arrogant, so he kinda, the arrogant he, piece of crap he was. Yeah. Yep. He kind of regressed just a little bit. You know, like either the Guardians of the Galaxy were happy to have him at the end of Endgame. They couldn't wait to get rid of him at the, at the beginning of this. Now movie. that that was funny though, the way yeah. they just kept like, like trying to push him off. Like, dude, just go. Just yeah, it's like, oh, you leave. know what? You're right. You should you should go. You should go. You're right. You're right. You know, but they didn't want to be mean. But they were like, they were like, yeah, we're kind of full up of your your bullshit. We're kind of done. Yeah. You're a little too egotistical. We kind of want you to go, sir. Just yeah, it's like yeah, 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 yeah. Get, get, bye, bye. Yeah, well, it was, was like that, that. Shit was funny. That was hilarious. yeah, that was funny. But it was like so. It was they needed her character to, to kind of bring him back to earth, and they needed to soften him up and make him empathetic, so he could raise a daughter. You know, because he, we knew at least I kind of you know figured. Uh, I fi I thought she would uh i thought he she would just stay thor and but when when they brought the daughter back it's like oh he's gonna get her yeah and and that's that's what's gonna happen here so they needed her to kind of hone him in so he could have be so it was believable that that he would you know uh, be able to raise a kid so i was okay with that mm -hmm. but i just thought i wanted less comedy and I, I liked, I, I even, and some of the stuff with the kids was kind of okay, but like the fights with giving the kids temporary powers was okay, I guess. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's like, you meh. know, yeah, yeah, exactly. It was just kind of like, it's a little too cutesy, but whatever. Yeah, you that's know, what this, I thought. I was like, meh, meh, meh. I kept doing that at the, in some of the fights, like, meh, meh. Yeah. Meh, you know, and I was like, like I, I'm you not were right about the God, the God Slayer. I mean, he, he was great. I, I wish he would have stayed darker. You know what I mean? I want him to kill more than one God. I want him to, because they yeah. talked about when he went to go get help from Zeus. And I think I really thought uh, Russell Crowe did a good job as this like a, a piece of shit Zeus. <laughs> wow, well, all the gods were a piece of shit, dude. That's yeah. why, so Zeus couldn't have been a good guy. I mean, really, why would he be? I mean, Zeus didn't give a shit about anybody but himself. He's a God, for goodness sake. You know what yeah, I mean? But I just thought so, it was funny. Uh, but um, I really I wanted him to like I wanted to see not hear about him going through all these gods that it was a problem. It would have been cool to see him like show up at that place after Thor left and just like clean house. You mean pull a Kratos? Yeah, <laughs> is that what you mean? Just him be Kratos and just start lopping heads off or whatever? Yeah, killing or whatever fucking way that dude did. Yeah, hey, that's what you're saying. You wanted Kratos. And I, I, like, I wanted to. I wanted my villain to be a real villain. I always have a problem when they don't let them uncork. I mean, because that that builds stakes, and yeah. they had a good actor playing, doing the best he did he could with the material he was given. But at the same time, you know, screaming goats and a lot of too many jokes kind of, yeah. kind of brought it down. It could have been some, a better movie. Here's an interesting uh, thing about Christian Bale. He apparently he's in a movie with. Um, 
I want to say it's Chris Rock. And he said that he had to stop talking to Chris Rock because Chris Rock, he said, was making him laugh so much that he couldn't stay in character and he fucking hated him for it. He said, he said, and I mean that in the best possible way of that I hated him for it. That's what he said. In the best yeah. possible way. But I, I saw hated a similar him for it. I saw a similar interview with him. He's like, yeah, I had to stop hanging out with him. But yeah. he's because he said he would find himself f- look seeking Chris out after takes just to hang out. Yeah, but it's like this is starting affecting me getting back into character, so I gotta leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, he said it started affecting my he said it started to affect my my work. I couldn't find the character anymore because he's making me laugh all the time. And he said I my character doesn't laugh. He's like, so I had to like, hey man, I'll talk to you when we're done shooting. Okay. I gotta stay away from you. And he said I just ghosted him after that, basically. And I thought that was very interesting. But then I forget how not every actor is like Jamie Foxx, where it's like, I say this line, you say this line, and then we move on to the next mm-hmm. scene. I say this line, you say this line, and I move on to the next scene. You know, some guys take it abnormally serious, like him, you know, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, you know, uh, John Lithgow, people like that, or Denzel Washington, for God's sake, you know? They mm-hmm. take that so seriously that you can't do anything to knock them off course once they're on set you know it's like they're 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 there to do a job this is not fun you know it's a job it's work you're like but you're playing pretend can't it be a little fun you know what i mean it's like but you're playing pretend should it be a little fun should it be a laugh a little bit just a little you know i mean this is not life or death dude you're not a fucking brain surgeon you know so calm down a little bit but then again, Did I'm not an award-winning actor, so I don't know. Did you ever hear Jamie Foxx talk about uh, when he talked about working with Tom Cruise? How he realized he was, you know, he was a movie star, but he wasn't a movie star. Uh, I mm. think uh, they, I forget what I think it was Collateral. He said when they were working on Collateral together, mm, great, movie. and and there was some accent that happened, and uh, uh, I forget. I wish I could remember. It was an old clip, but he talked about how. Uh, uh, something happened, and they him and Tom Cruise both like like bonked heads or something, and fell down. They both got hurt, not like seriously, but just like you know something that just walk it off type of a thing. Mm-hmm. And the the crew and the director were asking Tom, was he okay? And no one said shit to Jamie. <laughs> and he's like, that's when I realized, oh, I'm not a big star in this movie. I'm just, just I'm, Jamie a, Fox I'm a cog. Side. I'm a cog in the Tom Cruise machine. <laughs> well, of course. Couldn't you imagine that though? They 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 fall, both are bleeding, and then they push Jamie Foxx aside and roll him over and no well, one helps like, him. Like, he's like in other movies. Okay, he's like in other movies. If I you know something were to happen, they'd ask me. They don't want are you okay, sir? You he's like, no one said shit to me. <laughs> I, I don't doubt it, man. That's Tom fucking Cruise, man. Oh, I thought um, it was funny. And then uh I uh I watched uh, She Hulk. Finish that series off. Not uh, bad. Well, I I I won't finish that series and see uh, until next week. I I promised Cashel uh, and Eloise I'd watch it with them. It's and I you know that show I have to. Uh, it's been you know I've been hamper I've been uh, kind of hindered because I have to wait to all three of us are together. And then I can watch like four episodes. So we'll finish the series this weekend. But I, I will, I'll be able to talk to you about it next week. Well, the only thing we could talk about without any spoilers and all since you haven't seen it is is the fourth wall breaking and how some people thought that she was um, 
you know, riding the back of Deadpool. And I'm like, but she's you know, breaking the fourth wall forever. I mean, yeah, she did before Deadpool. She did before yeah. Deadpool. And and a lot of people don't understand that. It's like she's been doing this long before Deadpool did. It's, it's part of her. And they, they said it's just too comedy, too funny. It's like you don't know nothing about She-Hulk, then, do you? Yeah, the, that that was a comic. That was she is light. Yeah, everything's yeah. light. Yeah, she's not a very serious. The only time angry it's, Hulk. Yeah, the only time she gets that way was when she was with the Avengers, and I'm assuming that's what's going to happen in the movies because you know everyone is light when they're with her. I haven't seen it, but I heard we see Daredevil. I'm assuming yeah. it's a light thing. We yeah. already know Wong. It was like everyone that shows up, it's like they're in her world. So they have to be in her tone. I'm sure that'll change when she's like in the next Avengers movie. Yeah. How many episodes have you seen? I have. The last one I saw was. Oh, God. She. Oh, she went to that wedding, her friend's wedding, her shitty friend's wedding. Fair enough. She, okay, so so you saw how she interacted with Bruce on that island and all that shit. Where oh yeah yeah yeah. All of a sudden, Bruce is like funny, you know, and 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 and, and lighthearted, and it's like this is what She Hulk does to people. She makes them laugh. She makes them, you know, see the world in a, in a different through a different lens. You know, she she's right. not ashamed to be a Hulk. She actually likes it. And she's the only one that really does. The Red Hulk did it because he, he felt like he had to do it. So even Thunderbolt didn't like being a Hulk. You know, he's like, I got to do it. I have to do it for the for the world, you know. And and Bruce definitely doesn't like being the Hulk. Even the professor, he doesn't like it. He just deals with it. She likes I, it. I, I really like, well, it's kind of why I like Amadeus Cho, who's in the comics, who's Hulk now, is an Asian dude. Mm-hmm. He loves being the Hulk. Like, he can't wait to be the Hulk. I think it's just, it's just, yeah, I, the whole brooding thing is just like, ugh, enough already. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it, it's like it's like when um when George Clooney said, um, I don't understand why Batman's always frowning and being upset. It's like, George, why would you say that out loud right before the movie comes out, dude? Do you not know <laughs> anything about Batman? He doesn't, he doesn't smile. He's always serious. Ever. He's always serious, bro. This is what he does. This is the this is the lore, man. It's like changing She-Hulk to being serious. It's like you don't you can mess with lore a little bit, but I think once you pull away from the essence of the of the character, that's when you run the risk of it failing. And I can take that all the way to Black Adam, where you're trying to make him an anti-hero, you're getting away from the essence of what the character was because he was mm-hmm. not a hero at all. There's nothing heroic about the Black Adam. Nothing. Nothing at all. And you're trying to make him into something that he's not. And I I just have a bad feeling it's gonna have a great opening weekend. And I think it's gonna I think it's gonna fall off quite a bit. I don't think it's gonna be nearly the success uh they they think it's going to be. Oh, I agree. I don't think and and, I, and I'm not watching it hoping to hate it. I want to like movies. I love movies. I want to go, I wish they were all the best. But I just know it's not going to be great. Yeah. It's just not. Yeah, I think The Rock had too much. I, I, there are very few actors I think you can give a lot of say to. And The Rock is not one of them. I don't think you can give a, a lot of say to in how. Now, she, anybody that has a, who can't be, who can't like, has a punch count. Thank you. And it was like, you, you hit him, then I have to hit him. I can't lose a fight. I can't, you know, get, I can't, I can never be bested. When you have that in your contract, 
how fun are you? And exactly. if you're not willing to look a certain way, if you're not willing to to have a little range and have a little, you know, eat a little crow, to have a little humility, wh- what are we doing here? Yeah, it's like, dude, I go through, he goes through a wall, I go, th- you know, I go through a wall, he goes through a wall. He punches me 10 times, I punch him 10 times. That's in the contract, so we need to get a, I got a guy over here who's counting the number of punches thrown, and if we don't hit it right, I'm going back to my damn trailer. It's like, dude, what kind of person are you? I mean, are just, you serious? Are you serious? Oh, you know, unfortunately, he's not the only one that does this shit. You know, there's a few that have, you know, like Tom Cruise is used to having a little bit of control of what he does. There's certain directors that just don't play that shit. And they're like, uh-huh. you, you do it my way or we just do this with someone else. And he does. He'll play ball then. You know, like He didn't pull that shit with Oliver Stone. He didn't pull that shit with. Uh, with. Um, God damn it. Um, what movie? I'm trying to think of the movie. Um, well, I mean, yeah, God damn it. Well, that's part of the reason uh, why he did. He didn't pull that shit with Michael Mann. With uh, with you know, Michael Mann is what he did. Who he did the movie with Jamie Fox. The that's uh, collateral. Collateral. Yeah, he didn't pull that shit with them. Those guys have a vision, and you don't fuck with their vision. Right, and that's and, why he didn't uh, end up with the role of uh, uh, Tony Stark. You know, it's, mm-hmm. that was part of the reason why they didn't want him. You know, he wanted to. Do, I think he wanted to do it if I remember correctly, but they were really hesitant because they know how he is. It with 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 control and they're like I know because we're not gonna let you rewrite shit, you know. He I like I heard about how the mummy was supposed to go, and I thought the direction originally was gonna be kind of cool, you know. You focus on the mummy and not the ancillary character that Cruz was playing, but instead, Tom Cruise ordered a whole rewrite and fucked the whole thing up. Yeah, the entire thing was fucked up because of his ego. All of it. They had a whole fucking. Dark universe plan. Universe plan, and he screwed it up because they couldn't tell him no. Well, they screwed it up because they wouldn't tell him no. I mean, because he's going to do what he does. He's going to do what he does. It's up to them to say no. You know, they hired him, not the other way. Yeah, (laughs) it's like it's like Edward Norton still says that's not why I didn't do it. I didn't really want it. No, you wanted to play the Hulk. Yeah, they you didn't just, want you. They didn't, they want, didn't you want you because they know how you are, that you would be you would make things miserable for everybody on set if you didn't get a chance to read. Well, I think the Hulk should say, no, we're doing it this way. Well, I don't think so. It's like, dude, say your fucking lines, okay? I mean, <laughs> it's one thing to have, you know, dialogue, but once the director says no, move on. Yeah. Find, find another battlefield. But you lost. Move on. You're not going to lose all the time. You know, the director, if you're a, if you're a, if you're a respected actor with a respected uh, resume, he's not all the director. He or she is not always going to tell you, no, shut the fuck up. But if right. he does tell you to, to, to know that we're doing it this way, dude, you got to you got to take the L. You yep. know what I mean? Take yeah. the L. And then next time you see something, go back to him. He might go or she might go. You know what? Let's give that a shot. You know, we're going to do 10 takes anyway. Let's do this shot anyway. See how that works out. No, I kind of like the way you did that. All right, we'll do it your way. But those two guys don't 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 go that way. So, anyway, that's about what I've been watching. I, I saw a Transformers thing, the Combiner Wars, which was kind of cool, but you know, an animated thing that came out in 2018 and the Rise of the Titans and one other thing with the Transformers. I watched that the last couple nights. Not bad. I didn't even know what the hell it was. I just happened to go down the rabbit hole and found 
Transformers movie on YouTube, and I was like, what the hell is this? I turned it on and started to watch it. Also, I found out that the uh, Lord of the Rings season two might not come for years. Yeah. Years. Uh, you mean the ring, uh, Rings of Power? What, yeah, whatever it's called. I I thought just I just it's just Lord of the Rings to me, but Rings of Power. Yeah, years. I was like, why would you do that? Why would you make me wait years? Oh, Blacklist season nine came out. Oh, man, day and a half, baby. All twenty four episodes. You have a problem. I sure <laughs> the fuck do. I powered through that thing. Something terrible. And it was worth it. Oh, that season was good. Man, it was good. Oh, damn. Mwah. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, Raymond Reddington. I don't even care that I don't know who is who he actually is anymore. I don't care. I just love the character. I love the way he's portrayed. I I, I love the cast. I love the stories. I because the whole thing is basically revolves around who in the hell is Raymond Reddington. You know, he's not. He's not Raymond Reddington. Because that guy's dead. He's somebody else who had plastic surgery to become Raven Reddington, but we don't know who he is. And it's been nine years that no one's even close to knowing who he's who he's supposed to be. And it's like, I didn't care anymore. I just want to see him on TV. And it was fantastic. It was worth the wait. Oh, it's beautiful. I told Stephanie, I was like, all right, baby, I'll see you in a couple days. <laughs> Going like, into right. my hole. Yeah, I, did. I just turned it on and just sat there like a like a little like a kid on Saturday morning with his cereal and his legs crossed in front of the TV. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Oh my God, what's gonna happen now? Oh, I know what's gonna happen. Oh, it's fantastic, dude. I everybody well, needs to watch the blacklist. Everybody. Oh, well, maybe I'll get to it someday. Mm. I just haven't done it yet. Such good TV, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, what I've been watching, I saw a shit ton of movies. Uh, and I'm gonna go through them. I mean, this is October, it's my favorite time of year. Uh, I love Halloween, but I really love uh, the fall. Uh, I love this, is my favorite time of year is fall, and uh, and especially this time of year, you get to see a lot of horror movies that come out and stuff, so they're mostly horror, but I'm gonna chew through them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I the first one I saw in the theater, uh, these are all in the theater with the exception of one, so four of the five. Uh, Barbarian. Uh, I think you've seen the trailer. The woman is staying at a Airbnb, and she discovers that the house she rented is not what it seems. Uh, I don't want to give anything away; it's no spoilers. But uh, she goes there, and uh, Bill Skarsgård, who plays a guy named Keith, and he's already there. And the whole time, you think, "Oh, this guy Keith, you can't trust him because he seems kind of nervous and." He kind of, you know, they, they, he, he persuades her to just stay there. He says, you, you know, there's a lock on the bedroom door. We'll just, we'll figure this out in the morning. Um, it's late and it's in Detroit in a really bad part of Detroit where houses are burned out husks. And this is like the only house on the block that's nice and upkept. And, um, and, uh, He's like, well, it's late, it's raining. You don't want to try and find a place. There's like a convention going on, so there's no hotels anywhere. So you stay there. You can lock the door in the bedroom. I'll uh, I'll stay on the couch. And um, uh, so they end up, he ends up having, he's they have some wine here. So they have wine, they talk. They actually like each other. They have a chemistry. And they talk all night and they go to bed. He is on the couch. She 
closes the door and she locks it. She wakes up. The door is open. He's on the couch sleep, but she goes to him. It's like, did you open this door? And he's like, I was asleep, you know, and, mm-hmm. and then they hear a noise and they go to investigate and it's down in the basement. And then they realize they go down to the basement and then he sees there's a sub basement. And I don't want to say anything, but he goes down there and then shit gets fucking real. <laughs> this movie gets so crazy, but in a good way. Mm-hmm. It is like fucking all over the place. And just when you think you have it figured out, another layer of craziness happens. Um, uh, the cast is strong. Uh, Justin Long, Bill Skarsgård, Georgina Campbell, uh, Richard Brake. Uh, Richard Brake, character actor, does a lot of horror stuff. He's like, he, yeah, he kind of, well, I didn't know who he was. Uh, Kurt Braunholer, who's a comedian. Um. James Butler, and it also even has like a little commentary on just how ineffective police are. <laughs> oh my god! And it was like the crazy part is the shit they do is wild, but it, given the current climate, you're like, I could totally see it going down like this with these cops, one hundred percent. It was a great movie. I if I had a top five horror movies of the year, this is definitely in the top five for me. Uh, and the crazy director is Zach Kreger. I don't know if you ever watched uh, uh, know of a comedy group called The Whitest Kids You Know. Yeah, I just saw that in his bio. I was looking through the cast. Oh, God, right that, he 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 wrote and directed a lot of episodes on that. He was part of that troupe. That was it. Was actually they're really funny. If you YouTube their old sketches and shit, it's they're actually pretty funny. So it was weird that you know that this is his first film and it's fucking genius. I really really liked it. Um, another movie I really liked this was probably until it gets dethroned it is by far my most favorite horror film of 2022 and it's Mm -hmm. Smile I'll read a brief synopsis and I'll kind of tell you about it Uh, after witnessing a bizarre traumatic incident involving a patient Dr. Rose Cotter she's a psychotherapist this is all about therapists uh, start experiencing frightening occurrences that she can't explain Rose must confront her troubling past in order to survive and escape her horrifying new reality. And nothing is further from the truth with this. So she witnesses one of her patients kill themselves and the girl has a smile on her plastered on her face. And is the Joker. It's kind of like that in a way. Okay. Uh, I do not want to give away spoilers because, because this movie is about her figuring out what is happening. And um, uh, she, she, the woman smiles and she, and it's slow, agonizing death. She cuts her, she breaks a lamp in the room and then grabs a shard of glass and cuts her throat from ear to ear while staring at the therapist and just grinning. So, and then when she dies, she still, when they like pull the, you know, like the, you know, when they put her in the body bag, still a grin on her face, plastered on her face. Uh, the lady, uh, after that happens, the therapist starts experiencing the same symptoms as her patient. And then she goes and investigates. She goes to her ex-husband, who's a cop. Her ex-husband and her current fiancé is played by uh, Jesse T. Usher. 
uh, who is uh, he was uh, a train on uh, the boys. He was the black. He was the flash allegory. Okay. And uh, he um, he thinks she's just, you know, needs a break and she's acting crazy. But then they they through investigating. She finds out that uh, her patient that killed herself in front of her. She had a boss that killed himself in front of her and he had a neighbor that killed herself in front of him. And it goes back and it just so it gets fucking crazy when you realize what's happening. It's very good. It was. It's kind of a mystery at the same time. It's just a straight up horror movie. I loved it. It's probably my favorite movie so far of 2022, as far as horror goes. Okay. Um, Mr. Harrigan's phone. It's on Netflix right now. Um, I read this novella. It's a Stephen King novella. It's. Uh, I thought it was great great story and it's a pretty cool movie it kind of leans more ya it's an easy watch and i wouldn't call it horror even though it has some horror tendencies but it is definitely dark in nature uh this kid is uh is played by um he played bill in it and uh uh he plays this he's this kid played uh uh craig and Craig lives in this small town in Maine. It's Stephen King, so it's Maine. Uh, I mean, it's like Castle Rock, but it's Maine. And um, uh, there's an old kind of a Mr. Smithers type rich guy in the in the little town, played by Donald Sutherland. And uh, he hires him to come and read to him. And uh, because his eyes are going and he just likes the company, you think, you know, he just wants someone to read to him. So the kid comes and he reads it to him. And this relationship becomes a friendship. And they were, it's kind of a coming of age story. Uh, and um, he, uh, you know, fast forward over the course of six years. Uh, he's, you know, they built this relationship. So now he went from like, you know, uh, like a 11 or 12 year old to like a senior in high school. And he still comes by and and uh, uh, Mr. Harrigan's like uh, he was a stocks guy, uh, a businessman, you know, billionaire, you know, the good old fashioned way. And uh, for his birth for Christmas. Uh, this is this movie takes place uh, uh, that this part where Mr. Harrigan dies uh, it takes place like 90 or no, 2004. Or around the iPhone one or two has been out. Okay. So so he buys the kid buys himself with uh, he won he, you know Mr. Harrigan always gave him a lottery ticket and he had one that won so he gives Mr. Harrigan a, a lottery ticket or not a lottery ticket uh, he with his winnings he buys himself a cell phone an, an Apple an iPhone and he buys Mr. Harrigan an iPhone I, Mr. Harrigan was like you know. He shuns technology, but he ends up loving his iPhone and because he can check his stocks and all that stuff on it. So anyway, he gets used to the thing and they, they build this friendship. Mr. Kerrigan dies uh, at the funeral. The boy's pretty broken up because he, you know, he, he lost like a the guy was a real he was like a real asset to him as far as growing up. I mean, he had a good relationship with his father, but this was like a second father to him. The kid, uh, he has like a. Just as kind of like, uh, he's, he doesn't know why he did it, but he puts his Mr. Harrigan's phone, iPhone in the ca casket with him. And just, uh, you know, 
and I don't know if you ever did this, but like when my grandma died, I would call and still listen to her voicemail. Yeah, I know. And so he was doing that. And he would leave him messages for Mr. Kerrigan, and it's just life stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he starts getting responses uh, from, from the iPhone in the casket. Yeah. Ooh. And uh, uh, like, and this is you can see this in the trailer. But one one kid, uh, one kid is you know, he's a senior in high school. But he's being bullied by this kid that's just like psychotic, and he's like, and I'm just you know I did I did what you told me to do before, and I stood up for myself. I got beat up, and I'm glad I did it. And, you know, uh, this kid has been the bane of my existence. Next day, the kid's dead. Commits suicide apparently, but he wasn't suicidal. So I'm gonna leave it there. It just it's a and it's it's a real good story, and I think you should check it out. It's on Netflix. It's an easy watch. Okay, I'll look into that. And my final thing, because we're gonna get cut off soon, so I'm gonna do it quick. Uh, I am a big fan of hollow of the Halloween movies. All the iterations. I mean, they some go left, some are better than others, but I'm a fan of the lore. There's uh, this latest came out, Halloween Ends. Mm-hmm. Fucking oh, no. there it is. Garbage. I knew it. The way you opened up, I knew you were gonna say that. Oh god, you didn't now when there's a movie that's new, unless it's a piece of shit, I don't want to give away spoilers. I want to do a spoiler-free review. Even if it's bad, I was like, uh, eh, I'll try. I am going to spoil this piece of shit movie because I don't fucking care. And I don't want anyone else to give this money, give this movie their money. It was if that you... bad, dude. Really? That okay. bad. Well, let's let's yes. God damn it. Yes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Settle down there, sir. I'm just asking questions. Look at it, nigga. You don't tell me. No. <laughs> Get you a fresh five across your eyes, motherfucker. <laughs> I'll be right over. I'm gonna I'm gonna sell this shit. Okay. <laughs> I I am a if anyone if you're willing to go to Halloween's Halloween ends. Chances are you're a fan of the Halloween lore. Now, this latest trilogy, uh, Halloween 2018, is a direct sequel to Halloween 78. Mm-hmm. So it disregards two through, uh, two through, I don't know, H2O. So it's Halloween 78, Halloween 2018, Halloween Kills. And this one, Halloween ends. I own all 12. I own 12. I will never own this movie. Nothing about it feels right. And what makes me mad is this movie was made out of greed. This could have been two movies. Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills take out some of the things that we didn't need in either of those movies, take out a couple of things you could use in this one, and you would have had two rock-solid Halloween movies that people revering in the in years from now. I liked Halloween. Uh, uh, the director did this, David Gordon Green, who I don't know if you know who he is. He, he's mostly known for comedies. Yeah. Uh, um, he did, you know, like, um, oh God, what did he direct that you would know? Uh, Pineapple Express, Your uh, Highness, um, uh, Eastbound and Down series, which is really good. Uh, 
you know, he does a lot of comedies. Vice Principals, remember that show, Vice Principals, that that crazy show. Sounds familiar, yeah. Well, he works a lot with uh, Danny McBride. They're they're friends and writing partners, and big fans of the Halloween franchise. So they decided to take this on. And uh, the first one, Halloween Kills, is a direct sequel to '78. Uh, Halloween, uh, Halloween 2018. It's a good, not a. It's a good sequel. It's solid, and it's reintroducing uh, everyone to the players, and kind of, re, you know, kind of continuing the story of, uh, of, um, you know, Laurie Strode. But these Halloween movies focused more on Michael Myers. You kind of getting a, a peek into his world. Uh-huh. And which was cool. It was a cool thing to do. And I like how Halloween Kills kind of incorporated the town and how everyone's kind of terrorized, you know, if not terrorized, but they're changed, forever changed by the events of the Halloween 78 and Halloween 2018. And it's like the town is like fed up with being terrorized and sick of being sick. And and it was like the town versus versus Michael Myers. I don't know if you, yeah, I know you never watched them, but there was a scene where he took on some of the townspeople. He ended up killing all of them, but he got fucked up a little bit. But, you know, it was, it was, I liked it. I enjoyed it. And it was probably the most goriest, most brutal Halloween movie as far as the kills go. I've never seen. Then you bring in Halloween Ends that takes place four years after the events of Halloween Kills. Uh-huh. Now, this movie is tonally vastly different than any Halloween movie. And that includes Halloween 3 that doesn't even have Michael Myers in it. It's not even about Michael Myers. This was so tonally different. It was not in a good way, though. Basically, they were trying... It was a... a, a there's this guy, Corey, who... It, okay, the movie suffers... It has a super strong opening. It's the first 10 minutes was like, oh my God, we're in for some fucking cool shit. And then from that point on, it just takes a shit in the bed. It is not good. <laughs> it introduces this character, Corey, that basically is a grown fucking man. He is like, uh, he should be by the years that he was when the, uh, that it lapsed in the movie, he should be like a junior in college. So he's like 20, 25, maybe. And he is being bullied. And I wish I was making this up. Being bullied by high school seniors that that are uh, high school marching band seniors. Not football jocks, not, not dropouts that, you know, that are actually tough. Band marching band kids that get off of school and took uh he's uh he he ends up accidentally killing a kid in the very beginning of the movie uh this shitty kid and uh there's some uh, things that you know there's a very strong opening and he accidentally killed this kid so he's like a pariah in the in in Haddonsfield and just like Jamie Lee Curtis which as another thing it was such a it's such a bummer that this happens to be her last movie because you know she's it's the end it's actually the end of the Laurie Strode story. There won't be Laurie Strode, you know, with Jamie Lee Curtis at least anymore. I mean, they'll probably put this to bed since it was such a hated movie because th- this movie is it's going to make its money 
but just at this point out of morbid curiosity but this movie is kind of across the board hated because it's it's not good it's just not fucking good it just makes me mad i can't even i'm having a hard time getting all the things i don't like about it in in order but okay like um one thing uh so this kid is being bullied by these teenagers he meets Lori strode's uh Lori strode ends up hooking him up with her granddaughter turns out he's like a psychopath uh michael myers has been living in a manhole under this in the sewers for the last four years kind of gained his strength back he's barely in the movie he's in the movie really? 14 minutes 14 fucking minutes it's just it's most of this movie yeah most of this movie is the love story between laurie strode uh well not i keep saying laurie um her uh her her granddaughter uh allison and um uh who uh and he's killing all the people that wronged him basically Michael Myers sees something in him and it stops being supernatural, by the way, even though, which is stupid. I mean, he's been shot multiple times. Yeah. He's, he's not a human. He's shown inhuman amounts of strength. Yeah. But now he's just an old man. I mean, you don't get to have it both fucking ways. Right. Uh, I always thought he was like the ring, like the book, the real boogeyman. I always thought that he wasn't human. He, he was supposed to be the embodiment of the evil. Right. And but, that's not human. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, uh, they now he's an old man again, and then uh, he's just a big, strong old man. But now he's trying, you know, and he seems to be rejuvenated once he kills a couple people. Uh, he kills well, he kills two people. The most of the people are killed by by uh, this Corey character who wants to be the next Michael Myers. So fucking lame. He. And, long story short. Uh. He ends up killing himself to try in a f- really stupid attempt to frame uh, uh, Laurie Strode, Jamie Lee Curtis's character. Um, Michael Myers picks up the mask and he starts to try and kill Jamie Lee Curtis. It was the lamest fight between two old people ever. Uh, all this stuff. It was just... I, he's... You know, by it, just do the math, he should be in his 70s. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis' character and herself, she's 65, yet they're going trading blows in the kitchen and this really small fight scene in the kitchen, and she headbutts them, which you're not buying. And then the town folk uh, come in and she kill. they end up throwing him in a trash compactor and watching him like come die. Back. Yeah, watching his, you know, or not not the compactor, but the thing that chews up cars, you know, every, you oh, know. Oh yeah, yeah, um, the mulch, mulcher kind of thing. Yeah, the mulcher thing. Yeah, yeah, and that ends up like doing it, doing him in. It was just wood chipper kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like that. It's fucking lame. I hated this fucking movie. It was it was clear they didn't have much of a story, or they had some other script lying around, and they used this to incorporate and make it a Halloween movie. They shouldn't have done three movies. Now you hear that David Gordon Green is going to be taking on The Exorcist, which this is yeah, part I heard of, about that. Yeah, which he'll, he'll. I mean, if this is what they decided to go with, I lose all faith that they're going to treat another property with any reverence or quality control. 
It's just it's like how this script feels unfinished. Everything about it feels unfinished. It's just it's clear they did not have three movies. They just wanted to make another hundred million. It was just fucking bullshit. Yeah, just, I'm looking at I look at the reviews online and it's like one point nine stars all the way across and stuff for the most part. It is god awful. And it's a fucking shame that this is how they decided to end it. Just have two solid movies. There's certain things in this movie that could you could incorporate into the first two movies that would have made them even better. Especially some of the stuff in Halloween Kills could have gone away. Like the whole evil dies tonight thing. It was like a goddamn meme at one point because they're saying it so much. It was like a chant that all the townspeople kept saying, evil dies tonight, and then they would go get killed. It was kind of funny. It became funny after a while. It was just like, you know, come on, stop. So there was things you could have taken, lifted from this, added to those two movies, and made two rock-solid Halloween movies. And just had the two. You didn't need a fucking trilogy because this movie was fucking garbage. Garbage. Fuck anyone who says it's good. They're stupid. <laughs> That's my humble opinion. Um, I just saw something that's still on movies, but Black Adam is not... Wait, what? That can't be right. They changed what they did to him. He got sent off Earth so far away, it took him 5,000 years to fly back. They just throw him into a tomb you know, on Earth. Why would you do that? What purpose could that serve to change it that much? You know what? Save it. We will go a deep. I'm gonna watch it. And oh my we will, god! I'm we so will have a deep now. dive. I, I I read that. I read that yesterday. Uh, <laughs> oh my I, god! Why would you? That's the. That's what. Uh, really, just stop. Just stop. We'll we'll land based it tomorrow. Under tomorrow, we'll land based it next week because I have I already have so much to say based on that. What I read. Uh, I'm gonna watch it. And and if you don't get to see it, if you don't, because I think it's only in theaters. If you don't go to the theater, I'm gonna just tell you everything I know, and combined with everything we already know about the comics, and then we're just gonna, you know, give an honest review of it. And we'll go a deep. We'll do a deep dive it next week. I promise. I'm I don't so want to say. I don't. Don't bring it up anymore because it's gonna ruin it right now. <laughs> oh, hey, welcome oh. to my. Welcome to my. Welcome to. I had that, and then I had the rage that's been fuming to get out since I saw Halloween Kills Saturday. <laughs> oh, now I see why you're so angry. I mean, this is retarded. <laughs> this is just simply, yeah, yeah. It's. I think it's going to be. A, I think it's going to be a shit show. I can't see this being good. I can't. The only thing I think is funny is that he ripped out all. Apparently, in a in a fit of uh, drama queen rage, he ripped out all the muscle padding from his from his outfit to show his real uh, roid induced muscles. So that's well, like, I, really I I'm bad. okay. I'm okay with that. Because I can never, I can't get past the Shazam shit. I was like, no, he swears that was him. He yeah, swore he, that was him. He swore that was mostly him. And I, it's bullshit. I know. Bullshit. I, I, yeah, it's bullshit. That was not. It's him. complete bullshit. No, no. Unless he did more. Unless he did brand new roids and growth hormones that we don't know about. That was not. And him. then depleted when he started doing the press run. There's no yeah. fucking way. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, it's like, and, and I, I think the rock. I, I was like, he doesn't want to be associated with that, and I, I'll give him that. I, I totally agree. He's guy's got, you know, he's a specimen. I mean, he's a roided out specimen because yeah. we are the same age. He and I are the same age. I granted, I don't have a lifetime of working out, but that's beyond natural. Of course it is. 
yeah. <laughs> that's that's not that's not real at all. I mean, if he it's just it's not real. And, and I and I would ch- and he could keep get mad at me. He he turn into the rock and cut a promo on me if I said to, to his face. But it's like, am I lying though? If you took a blood test right now, could you would would you be clean? The answer would be no. No, he wouldn't. It's like, and I don't care. It's like Chris Helmsworth. I know Chris Helmsworth is not clean, and I don't care. I mean, these guys roid up, juice up, PED up. I don't, I don't know what you call it, but that's not from a lifetime of lifting weights. That is a lifetime of lifting weights and science. And it's okay, Dwayne. It's all right, brother. And I, I don't know. I, I just. Oh my God, I'm so angry. We need to cut this off, otherwise I'm gonna start ranting in a minute. Yeah, uh, I'm well, so angry. We're, we're, I did we're, not see that coming. Yeah, if we don't go, we're gonna get it. We're gonna have it made. The decision made for us. We're almost out of time. So, folks, uh, I know we went deep <laughs> on Kevin Samuels, but uh, it is what it is. This, you know, the show. God damn it. So, um, we will uh, see you next week. All right, peace, everybody. <laughs>